developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Do you want to get a bit more confident or even a little more creative when it comes to your skincare or your makeup? Well, guess what? That's something that I do. In addition to podcasting in my pajamas with a cup of coffee, I really do. I love to help people just have more confidence with their skincare and makeup. So the easiest way to learn more about this is to search the hashtag Minute with Mary on Facebook. You can connect with me and join my marvelous VIPs, or you can go directly to MinuteWithMary.com. Now, your old man, he saw everything in black and white, no gray. That's... That's why he had two lives. Uh, the one before I ruined everything, one after. And he, he walked away from the first life. And once Jack picked a direction, he never changed course. behind him and he never looked back I wasn't so lucky From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. How's it going? I'm Mary Larson. My name's Blake, and I never, ever, ever want to go on a road trip with Randall. Ever. Why? Those road trip snacks are the worst snacks I've ever heard of in my life. Seriously. And even when he went back to get good snacks, he's like, yeah, we got protein bars. I was like, get out of here with that. We all know the best road trip snack there ever was, was combos. You have to anytime. I hate combos. No, we eat combos on road trips. Oh wait, I'm yes. thinking bugles. Yes. I do no, love bugles. Suck. <laughs> I do love combos on no, road trips. I know that you have to have combos. The classic cheddar, or yep. possibly the remix, the pretzel with the cheddar. I'll do the pretzel with the cheddar. I'm even a big fan of the pepperoni pizza one too. That one kind of weirds me out. I, Not I'm, gonna lie. I get it. I I appreciate you, but I'm saying the pepperoni pizza one is 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 just as good, my darling. I <laughs> I, I think I think we'd be in good hands if we had those. Uh, you know, I, I agree. I agree. But I do also like dried apricots. You know I love them. And I'm very particular about which brands I like, too. Because some of them, they're just weird. But some of them are so perfect. You might as well just have friggin' beef jerky. It's even worse. You know, I might dabble in that, too. No, That's what I would eat you. when I climbed a mountain that one time. Yeah, that one time. That sucked. <laughs> I'm going to stick to the beach. All right, well, let's get into the show. No way, Marvin. It's your story. We got we got we got to get your story going. Oh my gosh, your totes right, man. I know your totes. It's been right. a while since we've done this. So it has. Sorry, I will guys. forgive you. You know, so much of this episode, um, like 
really hit me with my family. Um, I don't have a big family. I don't have an extended... Well, I technically do. Most of them just don't acknowledge I exist. Yeah, they just don't talk to you. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's not but, your fault either. But um, my mom went through some serious stuff with with her parents. Her parents were alcoholics. My, I see my mom a lot like Jack. My mom was in the military um, and you know had issues with her brother uh, and had issues with her, her mother, who was the only living relative um, you know, of her parents. And... They did some nasty, nasty things, and she wrote them out of her life. And I grew up not knowing these people, not seeing them, not being a part of their lives. Um, And it wasn't until my babsha, my grandmother, was about to die that my mom reconnected with her and forgave her. And from that, ended up forgiving her brother. And I watched this episode and thought about how different her life was because she was able to forgive her alcoholic, abusive parent and her, you know, brother that had done some things that weren't so good um, and how different her life is and how sad I was for Jack that he never got to have that with his father or with his own brother. Now you can get into the show details. Okay, now we can do the show. <laughs> yeah, girl. Uh, this one was entitled Songbird Part One. Obviously, this will be uh, at least a two-part you know, uh, story that they're telling here. And uh, Songbird is named after the fact that it, it, that where um, Nikki. Nikki lived. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was Songbird Lane. That was his uh, address. So, uh, director was Chris Koch, who directed Three Sentences, The Most Disappointed Man, The Fifth Wheel, and A Philadelphia Story, as well as Toby. And the writer was Kevin Falls, uh, a, a new writer for This Is Us, who wrote Six Thanksgivings, and Tim O'Brien, also a new writer for This Is Us. This is actually their first tandem episode that they wrote as a partnership and tim o'brien wrote singularly he wrote vietnam uh earlier this season so mary lemonade rating where are you oh my gosh i'm at a 4.9 guys i'm at a 4.9 yes great episode how about you blake i'm at a 4.8 this is an this is an again another excellent episode mary Mm -hmm. uh one that i feel like is is at least in the top oh three Mm-hmm. For this season, uh, and I'm 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 very happy about it because it's putting it's starting us off on the right foot at least. So now we got the uh, ratings out of the way. What do you got for your GBG? The good, the bad, and the great. All right. So my good for this episode was the car shot with Rebecca like waiting in the doorway. You know, one time with Miguel watching the kids go away, and then it you know melds into Jack going away that day that he goes and visits Nikki and then it comes back and then it's young Rebecca and then you know all these little transitions of Rebecca waiting in this doorway and the cars going off and even the car at the sign that said Bradford or or Pittsburgh Mm -hmm. you know those two transitions really utilizing the car Um, I just watched it I loved it I loved both of those but it really um, you know it it to me, it was about the paths of choice and like the directions that Jack took versus the directions that his kids took, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so it was like this whole like symbolic thing. And I was like, dang, you guys are good with these transitions. <laughs> uh, my bad. 
was that Nikki stuck to his word and didn't reach out to Jack again. And it makes me sad. I wish that he could just write a letter. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan, a huge proponent. If any of you who are listening are dear friends of mine and you've had conflict in your life and you've asked for advice, I tell people, write it in a letter mm-hmm. because people can't like interrupt you. They can't storm out on you. I mean, if they wanted to, they could rip up the letter. But I just wish that Nikki, like, in addition to the postcards, sent an actual letter letting Jack know everything that happened. Um, and then my great was how well they have portrayed Jack as a black and white character. You know, they really delved into that. What? Obviously, my kid's home. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Um, you know, uh, we, we especially in the first seasons, we just loved on Jack. I mean, yes, we got to see him go through his alcoholism and mm-hmm. his struggles with it. And it was hard for us, but really, like, Jack was our Superman. He is everyone's favorite character because he's so amazing. And yet, we kind of forgive him and forget that he didn't see his dying father that he didn't want to give his father forgiveness and Mm -hmm. now we realize this that he has lied to his family about Nikki dying never brought Nikki into their lives and did this to his own brother and really shut off that part of his life and I'm so thankful that This Is Us did this because Jack has been our Superman and we have forgotten how he treated his dad that it's a real world situation and I truly like love this because people do this especially when they have messed up stuff with their families Mm -hmm. or maybe they had a messed up situation with a friend but it's different when it's families because like friends we go through friends all the time they come and go out of our lives and yes they can hurt but like when it's your family that's one thing you can't change and for you to completely write off a family member (laughs) leaves this severe severe mark in your life and I love that we have not seen it because just like Nikki said Jack is black and white, and we've been able to see the white of Jack Pearson, and I think that this makes him even more real, which I love. How about you? Me too. Uh, The good was uh, changing the actor for Nikki. Mm. You know, I was a little worried about it at first when I when I was when I saw that they were changing the actor that they had cast the guy uh, because it doesn't really fit into the vocabulary for This Is Us. Meaning, like. You know, all of the actors that we've seen, mm-hmm. they've, except for the kids, of course, the kids have changed, but, and how you have to change them. But the actors that played the young versions of themselves have been translated into the older versions mm-hmm. of themselves. So I was kind of like, why, why are we doing this? This doesn't make sense. Even if when we saw Jack at, at an advanced age, we see Miguel, we see Rebecca at advanced ages. Why can't we see Nikki at an advanced age? Michael Angarano, why can't we? But then I understood why they did it, because it really shows a physical change, uh, a mental change. It shows that Nikki is a completely different person, thematically and really, I mean, physically and tangibly, he is a different person. And having another actor portray an older version of Nikki shows a great transition from the person who he once was to after all the crap that has gone on, mm-hmm. he has now become a, a completely different person. Now, it may probably, it practically probably because Michael Angarano probably just had a certain amount of time and they only could use him for a certain amount of time and they figured, okay, well, we'll just change him. But I just like it on a, a symbolic level as well. I feel like it's it's a really good change. The bad. The bad for me is the fact that Kate can just travel across country. Oh, I I know Why? Why? 
Why? What is she selling pictures of her feet or something? <laughs> I think I think she has one of of uh, Kevin's credit cards. I really do. Because, it has to be. Seriously, I feel like Kevin, like, look, he's got to go save Nikki now. I feel like Kevin is so wealthy that he is just like, Kate, you are my assistant for so long. You just do you, Whatever, boo. man, yeah. Or, my money's your money. That's the twin thing. I yeah. really do. I'm like, how could Kate fly last minute cross country? Right, last minute. Okay? <laughs> seriously, what's going on? Without telling anybody. With, yeah, just showing on just up. Show. Hey, I'm people here. People do this all the time. I, I, what? <laughs> I think it's she, like those people that buy a car for your for like your spouse on Christmas. Yeah, how yeah, do you just the, like buy a car? And where do you find a bow that big? Yeah, and like how do you get all the paperwork done in, in the meantime? How do you have it delivered for Christmas morning? They, this is something that I really hope this is us addresses in a funny way. You know how they've addressed Beth always having fantastic hair. Yes, and how they've you know even the Uncle Jesse thing. I hope at some point they're like, "Wow, Kate, good thing you had a lot of savings." Like yeah. I just want them to throw it in there at some point that Kate has a lot of money. Or if You're Kevin's right. like, I'm glad I pay all your bills. Or the fact that like, or, oh yeah, or if Kevin like sees the bill, like you know he doesn't pay his attention to his credit card <laughs> statement. No. You know he doesn't look at his budget. No, he's got an account and he does all he's, that. He's got all that. And all of a sudden his account is like, hey, we got a lot of flights here yeah, back but he and just, forth. He, he's been flying around cross country. Kevin would probably think it was him. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think I did that. I, I don't think, know. That's what I think. I think that Kate has one of Kevin's credit cards and he's like, he won't notice. Yeah, he won't notice. It's just a, a $7,000 trip. No, that's what I'm just going to tell myself from now because they haven't addressed it. They haven't even poked fun of it. So I feel like, okay, Kate spends a lot of money. Let's just tell ourselves it's Kevin. <laughs> the, the great for me is Howard Leader. You want to know who Howard Leader is? Yeah, I do. He is the editor. The editing job in this episode was fan-freaking-tastic. All of the scenes interspersed with each other, going back and forth, some audio from one point of time being mixed in with visuals from another point of time, transitions, um, uh, crossfades, dissolves, smash cuts. All. It was just put together perfectly, this entire episode. That is what made this episode for me. And I would say that it was the best editing job since number one. And wouldn't you happen to know who edited number one and was the last episode that he edited was number one? Your boy, Howard Leader. Hey. And I don't know what it is. I, I, I'm just saying this might be my new fixation. Whenever Howard Leader edits an episode, I'm going to call it out just because this guy did a fantastic job. And go back and watch how scenes are intercut, interwoven, and you'll see the genius that there this was and how he made without the editing done properly this this episode would have felt so jagged it would have felt so like uh yeah all just, over the place it would have felt all over the place but the way the guy yeah. edited it was incredible are you ready right. for the big 3 feedback you bet and we said that's 3 big 3 big 3 so, Melissa Damron Harrison chimes in. She says, it was one of the best episodes. I loved Jack telling Kevin that a kid could either repeat the sp mistakes of his old man or he could correct them. So, Kevin turned left and began a journey to correct Jack's mistake. Wow, what 
an episode. Seriously. Uh, Jody Bice gives this episode five leaven, lemons. Her good is Kevin. He's grown so much. You could see his compassion and empathy for Nikki. She's glad he turned his blinker to the left, and I hope that he can help Nikki. Maybe Nikki is ready for help now. Her bad is Nikki has had 45 years to get help, and he hasn't. He has chosen the lifestyle he lives. Yes, I feel bad for him because of the abusive childhood and PTSD has caused him to struggle, but Jack faced those same issues, and look at the choices he made and how his life turned out. It isn't easy for him, but he, he struggled. Um, her great is Jack. He protected his family from a man who was so messed up and unwilling to get hope that he checked himself out of a mental hospital uh, under a made-up name and continued his self-destructive behaviors. He was protecting himself and the life that he built. There's no different than um, to me than keeping his family away from his father and not going to see him on his deathbed. You're responsible for your own happiness. You protect what you build. Your sanity is worth more than dumping all yourself into negativity and the people who aren't ready to make real change. Nikki showed no sign of wanting a different life. He cut ties and focused your energies elsewhere. And I feel for Nikki, but that man is 70 and he's still messed up and he could have changed and he could have gotten help. And Mark Benjamin, says <laughs> sorry our daughter is looking for a television show <laughs> hashtag yes hashtag, our babysitter right now is the octonauts yes <laughs> hashtag parent life <laughs> hashtag podcast life all right so mark benjamin chimes in he says grenade rings yes i learned to use the grenades in the marines and the rings aren't that hard to pull so i thought that nikki was so drug addled that he thought he could play a game with the young boy and pretend the ring was stuck. Bad judgment with a deadly weapon, of course. Nikki's protests that it was an accident ring hollow to me. The only accident was someone as sensitive as him should never have been put into a war zone. And my heart goes out to him in the lost promise of a life that could have been. Just look at him gazing upon Jack's picture of Ugh. his happy family. I totally agree. So much sadness. So much sadness. You know, we've divulged a little bit on this podcast, meaning a lot. You guys know a lot about us. Um, about how Blake especially has had to make choices uh, for his own family in regards to, um, you know, his like birth family and everything. About how things aren't always hunky-dory and how people haven't necessarily treated me well. And so I, it, it's a mixed feeling episode. And that's why this is one of my favorite episodes of This Is Us this season. And definitely, even of all time, it's probably going to be up there in the top 10. Because it's so real. Mm -hmm. It's so complicated. We can sit here and be like, oh, you should have forgiven Nikki and listened to Nikki. And Nikki should have gotten his yeah, life together. And this and that. Yeah. But we're not them. And like these, this is what happens to real people. You know, I think that... Um, you know, Nikki obviously has severe mental issues and like that is a sickness and obviously he wasn't treated properly for it. I mean, the whole thing during Vietnam, one of the biggest things that has happened uh, because of Vietnam is that the soldiers weren't taken care of well mentally mm -hmm. and they weren't followed up with. And gosh, I we have a lot of uh, homeless population very visible in Rhode Island, um, in particularly like the capital city. The amount of people who are Vietnam vets, it 
blows my mind. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind. And whether they already had it, mental illnesses to begin with, or really the PTSD and the what happened to them in the war pushed them over, or who knows what. Um, my heart breaks for Nikki, and I agree. I think that people, you know, have these opportunities where they could make some life changing things, and you get frustrated for them. But um, I look at Nikki, and I'm, I just see the the guys that I pass by on the road all the time, mm-hmm. and I don't know their backstories. So it's a really hard episode and I think that that's why um, I like it so much so let's delve into the episode just a little bit kind of pull out some things that we wanted to talk about Um, the conversation with Nikki finding out oh my gosh how Jack died the fact that the the kids had to tell him yeah the fact that he's like does your father know you're here oh man he he doesn't even know like he, he doesn't even know yeah Oh my gosh. It's incredible. Which, you know, and then for him to hear how he died, I loved seeing Nikki's face because I don't know. I mean, Nikki knew that Jack had a heart issue. Right. You know, so there was this moment where, you know, he looks and he kind of nods a little bit. And it's like, you know, he also knows that Jack is a superhero. That, Mm -hmm. of course, Jack would save everybody and risk himself and get that extra smoke insulation. I'm glad they didn't talk about the dog or else Kate would have just started (laughs) bawling. crying. Do you like that moment of silence? How did it happen? And Kate just sat there and you know that in her mind, she was like, dog, 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 dog. My fault, my fault, my fault, my fault. (laughs) (laughs) I was so glad that that Randall spoke up because, of course, Kevin didn't speak up because Kevin wasn't even there. And Kevin has that guilt that... Right. Oh my goodness! This little girl. This I can't. Even, <laughs> anyone who uh, who's who's the head life of the three year old, y'all know what we're talking about right now. I this is it. us. This is us. This is us, man. This is us too. Um. So it just there there were these little moments of like pause with Nikki and Randall and, and Randall and Kevin and Kate, but really Kevin and Kate that you sat there and you're like, I know what their inner monologue is right now. Right. <laughs> dog. 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 Oh my <laughs> goodness gracious. Uh, okay. Nikki said he had a house. Apparently. Do you believe him? No, not at all. I don't either. And it reminds me of um, when you see an ex Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, I'm doing really well. Got a great job. Got a great job. (laughs) Seeing someone new. Lost 50 pounds. I'm driving a Mercedes now. Like, not everybody has done that. But there's always that one person. No, most of you have. Yeah. Most of you have. All of us have. Um, (laughs) Let's get that And you just kind of like make up this like bit of a lie. It's like rooted in truth, but yeah. it's just exaggerated a little bit. Whether it's not even an ex. I mean, heck, like it could be Friends. someone you're trying to impress. It could yeah. be going on a first date. It could be exactly like, oh, I do this and I do that. And you're That's like, I got oh you to gosh. marry me. Oh, my gosh. Blake. <laughs> Blake was like, I'm such a strong artist. I have all my artwork in galleries. And I, I did. was like. I did. Not I never said I do have currently. I said I did have it in galleries. <laughs> it was when he was in high school. No, it was. I was after high school too. Oh, okay. And in college. Yeah. And then, and then even after college. But I was picturing. I was like, in the Attleboro Art Museum. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. But I was picturing like that. This is what he was doing all the time. Oh yes, I do this. And then he also lied about how badly you wanted to learn that instrument. No, I, I really do want to learn the instrument. <laughs> There's no way that you're going to play that. I never said I could play it. I never said I was I going know. to. I said I want to learn how to play it. So it It's was, the truth. I believe you. I that believe is the truth. You. The likelihood is is slim to none, but you know, I, I would have done it. I, I, I wanted to. I believe you. Okay, all right. Just throwing that out there. Make me sound terrible. No, you're not. <laughs> you know, I, I, I really like this episode. And I think I I think I understand why. 
because I mean, yes, the the whole. All right, let me start at the beginning here. I was scared of the whole Nikki reveal. I was scared at what it was going to do for the show, mm-hmm. and it was going to take it down a soap opera, you know, oh my path. God. Complete opposite. Um, and it's it so far it isn't going down that road, and it's not going down that road because the reveal has serviced Jack. Yes, you know. Yes, uh, and you know we said it last week. The best character in this show, as of right now, is Jack. Yes, and I think everybody knows it. Uh, I think everybody watches for the most part because of Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think Kevin is becoming a close second. Agreed. But he's not Jack. No. Uh, and it just it is what it is. And they built. And I I remember worrying too because at- Kevin is fixing mistakes that Jack made. Right. But and- making mistakes that Jack was good at. So Jack by this point already had a great family, had a great relationship, right. like, you know, did all these things. Kevin um is, you know, I I think that Kevin is a great foil to Jack. I would agree. And then there's this and like you know, I was worried because after the first two seasons they had killed Jack. They had killed him. Yeah. And they had the great mystery of how did Jack die? And then they gave the answer. And then it was kind of like where do we go from here? What do we do now? And the only answer that I think there is that is interesting that keeps Jack alive and keeps people's interest is to break him down, is to not tear down, but deconstruct this saintly person Mm -hmm. and in ways that he kept from his family Yes, and make him a real tangible person that made the mistakes. We, we, we all know that he was an alcoholic and we all know that he did make mistakes. Went out and punched the ex-boyfriend for no yep. reason just because. Well, not for no reason, but, but you, yes. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> you just went out there and just gave him a whack. Took, took his father and said, get out of here, go get your shine box. I never want to see you again. But those were all things that were like kind of reasonable. You may not have agreed with it, but you at least understood it. And now we get to look at Jack through another lens that isn't Rebecca, who is trying to make it rose-colored mm-hmm. for her kids. And it's not her kids who are trying to look at it as though he's their Superman, he's their dad. And it's not his friend Miguel, who is trying to uphold the memory of his best friend. This is through his brother. Someone that he just stopped being with, just stopped talking to because... Jack was black and white. There is no gray. Did not live in that gray area. And this is the absolute right choice. Yes. I wish they kind of got to it sooner. I wish we didn't have 10 episodes. But we had to. We had to go to Vietnam. We had to go on this adventure to bring this build up. What's interesting is that... um, What's different is that in This Is Us, we knew Jack died. So all the while it was, why did he die? Why did he die? Why, how, 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 how? Sure. You know, okay, fire. Okay, what else? So, you know, we almost got sick of it. We were like, come on, let's see him die already. Yes. And, it, you know, I'm not trying to be morbid. But this <laughs> this way, we didn't even know what they were setting us up for. And so I think This Is Us writers said, all right, we had a big mystery last time. And we dragged it out very, very long. (laughs) Now we're going to get people a little lost and we're going to get people living their lives and we're going to let them get to know these characters and see that they're all really in busy spots, running for councilman, getting pregnant, you know, trying to figure himself out and figure out things about his dad. And all the while, 
we're going to drop a major family bomb on them again. Right. And they're not even going to know that it's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I agree. It took a little while, but I think it was a different way of going about it. And I think that it was um, a, a really brave choice of the writers to do sure. it this way because it's very unlike This Is Us. Sure. I, w- I would give you that too. And the other thing, the other unsung part of all of this is, sure, the effect that it's going to have on Kevin. Obviously, it already is. Kevin has turned left as opposed to turning right, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. Um, the, un- the unsung part of it is, how is this going to affect Rebecca? Oh, not good. And how is this going to affect Rebecca's relationship with Miguel? Right? I think that Miguel is one of the most easygoing, sweetheart people ever. Mm-hmm. That he's going to go along for the ride, whatever that ride is. You're probably right. I also think Rebecca Karma's a bitch. What, what do you mean by that? You keep secrets from Randall. Ah, uh, okay. Is what it feels like, girlfriend. Right. How how prescient of Randall to be like, listen, this isn't a big deal. Oh my god. My mother just lied to me about my fa- my birth father for thirty six years. Yes. Oh, this is this is okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and a great way to put things into perspective, you know. And I I uh, what? I, I love Randall. I love Randall because you know, you sometimes you have that friend who maybe they didn't find their birth parent, you know, after 36 years, but they can just put things into perspective. I have a girlfriend who has had a lot of loss in her life. She uh, lost her mother suddenly to breast cancer. She um, got to her husband left her um, very quickly. And so she's had a lot of loss and trauma in her life over the past few years. And she's like, I just don't worry about drama. Like, Bad stuff's happened to me and I just live each life, each day of my life as good as I can. And, you know, she like helps put things into perspective every once in a while because you sit there and you're like, oh, yeah, gosh, you're right. Like, <laughs> you're right, Randall. This doesn't compare to that. So it just proves to me, you know, even as they're, you know, we made light of it, but, you know, they, they were making fun of Randall's road trip snacks. And uh, it just shows me that we don't see the big three together enough correct like i just wish they could find a way to get everybody to live in the same area where we didn't have to take flights and i I suppose that's the answer like you just you take a flight and the money doesn't matter like you just you you get the flights you get them together when you need to get them together all of them can live off of kevin's paycheck might as well right (laughs) so i want to talk a little bit about Um, like you said, Rebecca, watching her having to leave all the kids and Miguel are making the cookies. This is going to be really impactful for her. Um, And I'm interested to see how that ripple down goes. Is Nikki going to be living with one of the Pearsons? You know, and we saw in the preview that Miguel does talk, I mean, not Miguel, Rebecca does talk with Nikki. Yes, which is interesting. I mean, does, yeah, obviously she knows he existed, but she thinks that he clearly died in vietnam and i wonder how much jack did talk to rebecca did nikki nikki and like did nikki never reconnect with his parents you know rebecca can tell him about how his dad died yeah and what happened there what about his mother you know, his, exactly i mean so rebecca is this missing link Re- rebecca can fill him in on everything that happened in sure. jack's life she can show him the the pictures the you know well they don't really have that many pictures. <laughs> they all burned up. I know. Well, he did save some. He right. did save but, some. But, you know, like, it, it, this is a fascinating thing because Rebecca has done everything she can to move on from Jack. I mean, not not like, move on, like forget yeah. him or yeah. whatever, but just like 
get on with her life. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden she has this connection to him injected back into her life. It's a fascinating predicament. I I look forward to seeing it. Agreed. And I look forward to seeing it because Jack, as much as we love him, and they are are finally starting to really deconstruct his saintly nature, even within the episode, you can see Jack putting up walls and doing whatever he can to just force his will to be whatever he wanted it to be, right? So, like, Nikki says, you know, when Jack made a decision, boom, that was it. He went that direction. That was the end. Uh, And, you know, Rebecca asks Jack, like, hey, what's going on here? Like, you want to talk about your brother? Like, do you want to? And immediately he's like, nope, I'm going upstairs. Yep. Or when Nikki even says to him, listen, Jack, just, just, and Jack says, and he says, just hear me out. And Jack says, nope, don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear any of it. I don't care. I'm moving on. Mm-hmm. That whole forcing his will upon it is, is important for Jack and this entire perspective of Jack. It, it changes a lot of it things. It really about him. does. It really, really does. So let's do the in and outs, in or outs. Uh, oh, one other, one other thing I do oh, want to mention. Yeah. There's this great, it's probably, I mean, besides the visual storytelling, obviously, of the car with the blinker yes. and the sign and Nikki doing the voiceover, it was one of my favorite moments in This Is Us. And then having that mirrored with the kids at the same exact place mm-hmm. with Kevin turning left as opposed, the whole thing was great. I really loved that. But as much as I loved that, the other shot that I really loved is after Jack tells Rebecca I'm going upstairs to get changed he stops in the yes. hallway and it shows him in the in the in the, on the left hand side yep. in an opening and then there's a huge wall yep and then on the right hand side in a cutout is Rebecca mm-hmm. washing dishes mm-hmm. and she's looking at him he's not looking at her and the visual storytelling here is telling you they're there they're connected but there's this massive thing that Jack has put up yep there's a massive thing separating them and there's nothing that Rebecca can do even though she's looking towards him to try to fix it. There's nothing that she can do to fix that. It's one of my favorite shots for the entire episode and and, and one of my favorite shots for uh, all of This Is mm-hmm. Us. All right, you ready for in or out? Yes. What's it gonna be, McFly? Are you in or out? All right, in or out. Kate being able to fly across country just because. In, thanks to Kevin. <laughs> uh, in or out. The device of the big three coming in just in time to stop Nikki from committing suicide. In, I believe that Kevin is a lot like me in the fact that he's slightly psychic. No, but meaning like, I just, like the whole thing, they just get him in time. Listen, he didn't have the gun to his head. Who knows? Maybe that's what Nikki does every single night. Oh, it's kind of like a lethal weapon thing where he I, puts the gun in his mouth. No. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm I'm in. All right. Uh, in or out. Rebecca blaming herself for not asking Jack more questions. In, because I feel like that's how we all feel after someone has died that we wish we could have done more with them. Uh, I would probably agree with you, but it's not her fault. I'm kind. I don't know. You have a lot of guilt when about things that you couldn't talk to your mom about. All true. All very true. Uh, in or out. Jack not being the saint we believed him to be. In. Two feet in. Jack, in or out, Jack shutting Nikki out completely. Out. Really? Why? I'll tell you in a little bit. Okay, I'm kind of in on it. I'm not going to lie. In or out, Randall's politics life taking 
a seemingly back seat, hopefully. Oh, well, let's be real. Randall just hasn't been sworn in, so he has more than enough time to kind of travel around with Big Three. He's fine. <laughs> Do you, uh, in or out on the show taking a step back from politics? Oh, in. I'm way in Get on me the that. heck out of there. Do you think that they'll do it? That they'll go back to politics? Yes. I think they're going to go back to yeah. it, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. In or out? Ding-dongs. Being a snack. What do you think? Oh, in. Totally. And for a road trip snack. No It's like waxy way. and weird and gross. Out, 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 <laughs> out. So, totally. The ding-dongs are like the cheap version of the Swiss cake roll. That's what it is. Wait, what's the difference? What do they look like? Uh, well, ding-dongs are made by uh, Drake's. Are they tubular? The, they look like a hot dog. Oh. Is, is that is that ding-dongs? They're Swiss cake rolls. What's Swiss? I eat what you eat. What hold do on. you buy? I, I got to look this up what real quick. What are those like cylinder I'm, I'm thinking t- of devil dogs. Hold on. Ding, hold on. Ding-dongs. All right, hold on. I'm looking it up right now. Hostess ding-dongs. Oh, those are the cupcake ones. I feel like you'd like those a lot. Oh, yeah, no, no, ding-dongs. Ding-freaking-dongs are no good. You want to know why? I like Swiss cake rolls. No, the, 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 it's the cupcake. I like the cupcakes with the swirl on top. Mm-hmm. You know, the, those, those Hostess cupcakes are great. But I'm telling you, Swiss cake rolls by Little Debbie are the best bakery items. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to my girl, Denise. Yes. I want a, a lifetime supply. Stop. Drive one of them trucks right up to my house <laughs> and just give me a lifetime supply oh of Swiss cake rolls. And that does it for okay. uh, In or Out. What do you got for your hot take of the week? Y'all ready for this? This is not the last time that Nikki and Jack see each other. Oh. Otherwise, they made a gaffe. With filming because the photo goes back. The photo. Uh-huh. The photo. The photo. <laughs> All right. Which Jack ends up having. Drag yourself out of. Didn't he take it? He no. took it. He took the he photo. He put it back. He had it in the tin. Maybe he mailed it to him. Yeah, he had it in the tin and he gave it to Jack. No, but then it shows back up in the tin. He has um, it. He has. Nikki has it back. Maybe he mailed it to Jack. But that means it wasn't the last communication. I don't know. The photo thing. The photo thing. Somehow Nikki had it back. I'm very confused with how. Okay. All right. No. 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 It, it's a. It's a good hot take. It's a good hot take. And I also think that Jack takes all the ownership of the kid dying. Not actually Nikki, but he feels bad because he was like kind of protecting that kid, and the people were like, "Don't kid. Oh, don't yeah, hang out obviously. with them." Yeah. And he's like, "It's okay." And then of course he couldn't fix Nikki. So maybe he really doesn't think Nikki killed the kid on purpose maybe he really doesn't think that you know like he knows it was an accident but he blames himself so much that he couldn't fix it and he couldn't fix nikki well yeah i I think that's i think that's a reasonable thing and you know it's just like when you get when you get just frustrated you get so frustrated and you and you turn yourself off like i i know me like i've done that i know where i've just been like that's it done i can't do it anymore bye and maybe it's my fault. Maybe it's your fault. Maybe it's nobody's fault. But I just, I can't anymore. What is your hot take? Do you have one? Uh, you know, this is the first time that I've struggled to have a hot take. Well, I'm glad I had one then for you. Me too. I, I'm going to say that this is what starts sending Rebecca down a path of not like ugliness, but this is what set, starts sending her down the path of being sick. And that's the reason why she's in the hospital. Later on, and she can't get over the fact that her husband lied to her the way that it's he heartbreak. Ah, oh. it is heartbreak. Oh, and you know what the funny thing is, is because she she didn't know that he went to go see his brother. He just admitted to her, 
I went to go see someone. Yes. yes. He didn't say the brother. Someone from Vietnam. I and, saw yeah, someone. It's really from, hard. And yeah. now she's going to recognize that it was the brother, and they're going to have this whole thing. And I think this was the path. This was what starts the path down that road. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. What do you think, Marvin? You think that's good? Yeah. I think so too. Are you ready to close this bad boy out? <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, let's get it done. Well, now that the show is back in season and you're sitting down on Tuesday nights watching, possibly listening to the This Is Us podcast later on that week, do know that telling your friends about this podcast is awesome. And it's the best way for people to find out about podcasts. You can also, however, leave a written review in your podcast app of choice. And this week, we want to thank DGA1451, who said, Blake and Mary are the best. Uh, the This Is Us 2 podcast is easy on the ears. It's like sitting down with a glass of wine, some good friends, and discussing a favorite show. It's refreshing, smart, and funny. And if you're just starting out listening to the podcast, this is the podcast to listen to. So thank pull you. up a chair, plug in the earbuds, and smile, laugh, and have a good cry. Maybe eat some ding-dongs. Thank you, Donna. <laughs> Maybe. Um, But yeah, thank you all so much for tuning in. For now, I'm Mary. My name's Blake. And this is Us Too. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.